We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division One ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. of Off the Carousel, I'm joined by new UMass head coach, Frank Martin. Good to be here talking to you, Frank. Are you worried that you'll see my dad a little too much being in the same state as us now? I worried. I, I almost didn't take the job because I knew I'm so close to him. I uh, Big, big, big hang up in my contract negotiations was to make sure that he's not allowed in the building. So it's uh, uh, the school signed off on not letting him come in to see us play. And you were making these contract negotiations like while you were going on the field of 68 with my dad after dark. Um, <laughs> I was there in Chicago with him and I was I was falling asleep because I had, had a long day. But how did you have the time to do that literally as you had just finished up your contract negotiations? It, it, it was a it was a, a crazy day, um, but I had I had promised your dad that I was coming on that night and uh, I, I, I try to keep my word. And it's uh, it's hard to do sometimes, but I, I work really hard at it. And uh, so I had to tell him before the show started, like, hey, I'm right in the middle of this thing. Let's please not talk about it because it's going to get me in some trouble if I do. And uh, that's why that's why your dad's the best. He, he respected uh, the, the truth and uh, and he allowed us to have a great show. And, you know, we made some little side jokes about it, which kind of we all laughed about. But uh, uh, but I. I was doing the show and I was right in the middle of the whole deal. So it's uh, uh it was a uh, interesting night. 
And so you were at Kansas State, and then you went down to South Carolina. What people may not realize is that you were at Northeastern. You were in this area before um, for a little while, so you do know the area. But what was it about UMass that, that led you to take the job? Um, uh, it's, uh, I, I guess I'm getting older, uh, so I, I, I'm a true believer that the book is written, and we're just trying to figure out what the chapters have to say. Um, and, uh, uh, my, my college career started in Massachusetts. I met my wife, uh, in, in Massachusetts, my daughter's born in Massachusetts. And, uh, and then my wife happens to be a university of Massachusetts graduate. Anya was a, a record holder at UMass an Atlantic 10 champion uh, as a hurdler. Um, and, uh, the, the time, uh, uh, Ryan Bamford, uh, the athletic director that hired me here, uh, he called right after I was dismissed to South Carolina, I like dismissed more than fired, 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 just don't sound good. Dismissed sounds a little better, but, but he called and I wasn't ready to talk. Um, and, uh, and he called again the following Monday and, and this time I was in a better place and, and, you know, give him credit. He, he, he made me, he made me feel good again. Uh, you know, Talia, the one thing that uh, a lot of people uh, think that because you make a lot of money, when you get fired, it's, it's all good. No, it's not a piece of you. When you get fired, a piece of you dies, a piece of you, uh, kind of just goes away. And, and when you're the head coach, you're responsible for a lot of people and their families. And, uh, when, when you get let go, you know, that there's change to every one of them human beings that, that you're responsible for. And, uh, so it's a difficult time, but Ryan uh, made me feel good again. And the fact that Massachusetts, uh, I remember back in the day what this place used to be, uh, how much fun it was to, to watch a UMass basketball game and uh, my wife and, and her, her ties to the university. And um, I got really excited really fast. And uh, it, everything happened over a three-day period. And I'm, I, I couldn't be happier than, than what I am right now. And you mentioned what UMass used to be. Obviously, it has history back when John Calipari coached there. Have you spoken to him to get any advice or just talk to him about it? Yeah, we, we spoke uh, before I before I spoke with the university. He and I talked and uh, and then we spoke again during the process. And then as soon as uh, I said, yes, uh, we we spoke a third time. And uh, he's uh, uh, he, he's really, really proud of this this university. I know this university loves him. Uh, the stuff he did here was special. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm 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 just hoping that that we can have a small piece of the success that he had. Uh, if we can do that, uh, that means that we've had a, a, a you know, we'll, we'll have a heck of a run in our time here. And he's been very supportive. I'm really proud of Cal for that. And you also mentioned your wife having something to do with it. How how did she feel about coming back to her alma mater? She was nervous at first. She was, uh, you know, it's a, like we, we had kind of uh, uh, gotten to a place a couple years ago where we just, in our minds, we've been to South Carolina for 10 years. And uh, we had just basically come to peace with the fact that chances are we're going to retire in South Carolina. And, uh, and then everything started changing a year ago. And uh, uh, so, uh, so then we, we as a family understood that change was probably coming. Uh, and when, when you don't know where the change is coming to, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. Um, and, uh, but then when this started to become a possibility, uh, she, got, she was nervously excited. I don't know if that makes sense, what I just said. And, uh, um, and uh, the, there was a, a lot of emotion uh, trying to 
figure out if coming home was the right thing to do. Uh, but, uh, but the more we, we spoke, the more excited she got. And, uh, I, I can't wait for her to be up here full time. Cause uh, I said this the other day, she gave up her career and she had a better career than me at the time to help me chase my career and, uh, coming back here. Uh, now our children get to be around her where she had incredible success and where people come up to her and say, huh? Anya, is this your husband? Rather than always asking her if she's my wife. And I think that's going to be a great experience. And so what's it been like getting used to the weather in Massachusetts? I know it's a, a little bit of a shock from South Carolina. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the understatement. Um, I got, I'll never forget, I'm a Miami guy. And my first day living away from Miami was living in Boston. And that, that, uh, that Indian summer that comes around in early October, I was all excited. And then the, then winter gets here and then, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's different than what I grew up experiencing. Um, now after 10 years of South Carolina, we gotten spoiled with the weather again. Right. Uh, but you know, it's, here's, the, here's, here's the, the, the thing. Um, you know, I got plenty, I hope I got plenty of time to retire to nice weather. Uh, but I still got a lot of fuel in the tank and my family's awesome. And um, so uh, it's uh, away we go, you know, winter, winter's part of the experience. And uh, the great thing is I don't coach baseball. I don't coach football. I coach indoor basketball. So uh, during, during the season, when, when things are really cold, I'm indoors 99% of the time. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Just have the hot chocolate ready to warm you up. <laughs> <with> ice fire. <laughs> You'll be all set. Um, hey, hey, here, here's here's I got to share this with you because this is the one thought that always went into my mind as I'm trying to make the decision. Am I ready to shovel snow at 6 a.m. Oh after getting home at 2 a.m. after a bad road loss? Because uh, <laughs> you don't avoid those when you coach. So uh, I guess the answer was yes because I said yes. So uh, I'm 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 sure when the day comes, I'm not going to be real excited about it. Yeah, that's very big of you to have the answer be yes. I don't know if I'd be able. I still I I sleep in. I make my parents do it, but <laughs> I'll help a little bit. But it's not not my thing. I'm not a big snow person. Um, so I wanted to touch on college basketball a little bit as a whole, and get your thoughts on how you feel like the transfer portal has shifted the makeup of forming a team, especially being a uh, head coach coming into a new team. Um, I. I I, uh, I'm not against transferring. Um, uh, I just think that, that this wild kind of place that we're in right now, that we could have created some parameters, uh, to, to allow young people to transfer for the right reasons and allow them to play right away for the right reasons. Uh, the way it's been created right now, it's just, it's a little too much. Um, but I, I'm, it, it is what it is. It's, uh, I'm not here to criticize. Uh, I, I was behind, I was, you know, behind closed doors and, and plenty of meetings. And I made my peace on, on different ways. I thought this would work better. I know a, a lot of coaches did that. Matt Painter, Bob Huggins, Tom Izzo, John Calipari. We, we all worked really hard at trying to create ways where at the end of the day, you know, um, it, it's hard to, to it's hard to uh, what's the word I'm looking for to sustain consistency without order. You got to have order. 
And right now, the way that this is set up, there's no order. It's just kind of, it's, it's just crazy, but it is what it is. I'm not here to complain. I'm not here to criticize. It's the, the new chapter that's kind of been written. And now we, we all have to adapt and we have to uh, move forward and, and continue to worry. Uh, we all worry about the ones we don't get or the ones that leave. We got to make sure as coaches, we keep worrying about the ones we do get and the ones that stay. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's where our focus and our energy should be. And, and, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, we'll figure it out. That's, that's what we do. You know, we always have new rules and new ways and, uh, and we all adapt and move forward. And that's, we're in the middle of the adapting phase right now. It was a pretty quick turn of the page into a new chapter. What's it been like watching it all change so quickly with the portal, with NIL, just college basketball as a whole, it's been a pretty quick transition. Yeah, we, uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of lucky, uh, just being on the NABC board of directors, I'm privy to a lot of conversations that, um, that I was not caught off guard. I, I kind of knew this was coming. It was just a matter of if not when, um, and, uh, for the last three years or so, we, we were engaged in some, uh, really intense behind the scenes conversations on, on trying to, uh, to make sure that we kept a little order. In, in the, the change that we knew was on its way. Um, uh, and uh, uh, so I wasn't caught off guard, but now that it's here, uh, there's really, uh, you know, my, I think it was Mike Tyson said it best. He goes, it's all fun and games. So you get punched in the face. I mean, it, you know, it's, uh, I don't care how much you prepare for something you've never managed. When it first punches you in the face, you, 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 you got to adapt and, and you got to, uh, figure it out. And that's, that's where we're at right now. So it's, it's a, it's a new, it's a new change. It's not a change that some people are comfortable with, uh, but it's a change that uh, I, I think to a certain extent was needed. And uh, so we, we all have to adapt and move forward with it. And I know you have been busy since getting to UMass, uh, putting this new team together. What are your expectations for the team this season? What are your thoughts going into this season? Well, let's tie the portal. Uh, back to what we've been talking about. And uh, in the past, uh, with transfers having to sit out a year, uh, you, you depended on, on freshmen, uh, first-year college players. And uh, that's, that's never easy to do. That's, that's uh, that, you know, the freshman year is the most complicated year in every student's life. Um, and uh, so, so it's no different with a basketball player. It, it's really difficult and complicated, and there's a lot of uh, – uh, different emotions that go into that freshman year. So uh, depending on 17, 18 year olds, is never an easy thing to do. Uh, but uh, because of the portal, uh, you can have a mix of young and older players. And um, we, 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 we were lucky at UMass. We uh, uh, there's some guys that we've recruited really hard out of high school that chose other schools uh, that we've been able to go back and, and re-recruit this time around and, and, uh, obviously, I, uh, we have not released anything yet, uh, so it's hard for me to uh, be specific. But, um, uh, but you know, we we we've we've been able to get some guys that I've had prior relationships with, and uh, uh, and that that when you can do that, that makes recruiting a little easier because both parties already know who they are as people, and uh, so it, it it's just a matter of uh, uh, figuring out how that piece of the puzzle kind of fits into the big puzzle and that's what we've been we've been able to do here and uh, we've been able to, to start filling up our roster 
And how's it been being able to meet some of the fans and the students at UMass? I saw that you went out with the players, brought the fans some pizza, and they played some pickup. What's it been like getting to know the fans and just the students at UMass? Oh, it's been incredible. It's uh, There's a vibe on campus right now and in the community, and I also think the whole state uh, about, uh, um, you know, where we have a chance to head to, uh, who, what we can can uh, can become once again. And uh, obviously we haven't accomplished anything yet. Uh, we haven't practiced for a single day, let alone win a game. Uh, but, but that's part of the deal. It's uh, I had to, I, I, I had to go tell the students that, you know, we need you. And uh, it was a beautiful day and the, the outside courts were packed with students on campus. And, and uh, my marketing guy, George Brisbane, and me, we, we said, let's go do this. And, and we headed out there and uh, we took the players and uh, it was a great time. And I think the students really appreciate uh, when coaches go out of their way to go thank them and, and let them know how much they're appreciated. And, uh, and then the same thing around the state. Uh, uh, I've been uh, hiring a staff and recruiting for the last four or five weeks. And uh, now it's, uh, it's a matter of utilizing May and June. Uh, to go around the state and get into different communities and, 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 and just go. It's my job to give people hope when it comes to basketball at UMass. That's my number one job. I got to give our players hope and I got to give our fans hope. Then I got to give everyone direction as to the, the path that we need to be on to go succeed. Right now, I'm running around giving everyone hope that it's going to be okay. And uh, here pretty soon, we got to start showing the path. And then eventually, we got to go out there and win games and, and get everyone even more excited about what we're doing. And my last question here might be the most important. So you mentioned you were recruiting a few guys pretty hard. I saw that your son, Brandon, is in the transfer portal. He played for you at South Carolina. Are you recruiting him really hard to <laughs> join you? Yeah, it's, uh, um, I guess I can speak about him, right? He's my son. So He's that Trump, like that Trump, yeah, that. <laughs> You know, in the recruiting rules, they always tell us that when you're recruiting a young man uh, who's coached by his dad, the rules being a dad always trumps the rules for a coach. So I'm going to use take advantage of that to answer your question. And hopefully I don't get in trouble for speaking about my own son. But uh, but, yeah, we, we've talked and uh, uh, we, we've tried really hard uh, to keep our personal and our basketball kind of separate. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot more important to me to be his dad for the rest of my life than it is to be a coach for a year or two. Um, and, uh, but he, he, uh, last year coming to play for us, it helped our relationship tremendously. Uh, it, it, uh, I was worried that it was going to hurt our relationship, but he, he handled it like a champ. He, he was a stud the way he, uh, um, helped our team. He earned the way he earned his way on the court, helped us win games, um, and, and developed, he earned all our trust. And, uh, now that he's transferring, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about it right now. He's probably going to come up here, uh, in a, in a week or so, uh, he graduates on May 7th. Uh, so he's probably coming up, uh, shortly after that and spent a couple days with me up here and, and, and then he's got to make a decision if this is what he wants to do. And if he does, then, then he's got to go, go tell the family that, that he wants to try and do this again because it, it, beca it ends up – the basketball ends up making it a family decision. Right. And we got to make sure that everyone's on board to help manage that dynamic for, for another year. Well, I really appreciate you joining me today. That was Frank Martin on Off the Carousel. Really appreciate it.
Thank you. Great. And, and again, I said this to you back in the pandemic last time we spoke. Uh, I don't, as you go through your journey, I hope you make all the money and have all the success you can because it's what you deserve to put up with that guy that usually pops his head in the background every once in a while. Yeah. I know. I'm surprised he's not here right now popping his head. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So much. I really appreciate it. Thank you.